0: Is there an investment scramble for Africa? Why now? This and more in this episode. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at BK Financial. Africa accounts for just 2.9% of the global trade and only about 17% of African exports are intracontinental compared with 58% for Asia and 65% for Europe. Limited knowledge and understanding of the African market remain a huge challenge to the successful uptake of trade opportunities within the newly created one African market. However, with all these challenges, there is still vested interest in the opportunities Africa has to offer. Oliver Fortune, Group CEO of Submarine Cable Operator Seacom, talks opportunities and the changes in the investment tide. What makes this the right time to invest in Africa?
1: Uh, But yeah, it is an interesting time for Africa. Um, I think what's really interesting is, you know, uh, often uh, investors are waiting for the right moment to invest and they're trying to time the market because you don't want to get in too early and you don't get the return and so on but sometimes there's so much investment that the market responds and it's almost a safe environment to invest and that's what's starting to happen in Africa now there's there are a huge amount of dollars coming in Uh, some of it driven very commercially um, some of it driven by the fact that Africa is just a better place to do business now it's a much better place to do business than it was 15 years ago you know governments uh, and business are starting to have very constructive dialogue uh, and that makes it easy for business you know, to participate in, in, in the local environment.
0: What are some of the key markets to look at in Africa?
1: You know, very clearly there are key, key markets where if you're going to be truly Pan-African um, and you have Pan-African customers, you have to be in those markets, not only be in the market, but you also have to be local. Right? So in, in East Africa, you know, Kenya, very important. Uganda, very important. Tanzania, very important. You can go through the rest of the countries. Every country is important. But clearly, those three markets make up a big, big part uh, of African GDP. uh, Sorry, East African GDP or Comesa, if you like, as a trade zone. Uh, And and you have to be really present in those three countries.
0: Does investment in the digital economy by the big tech companies change commercial uh, imperative of Africa?
1: They also have to solve the problem of the cost of data access to data in fairly rural communities. Um, and then the device becomes really important in this discussion. So there's a whole ecosystem of cost elements that you have to solve for so that, you know, somebody in Africa where GDP per capita is relatively low is able to afford good data services uh, and it's not a material cost. So that's quite a big problem to solve. And uh, so these guys have been intent on solving it. And so you see these big cables going going, uh, into the ocean now. Facebook are building a fiber ring. Um, uh, Google are building a cable up the east coast of Africa. But that has to be complemented by other investments. Um, You know, big terrestrial investments, big data center investments. um, And somebody still has to solve this kind of supply chain problem of getting the device down to a cost point that's affordable. Yeah. So... You know, I think the, the, the conditions are right for investment across Africa in general. Uh, but I also think you now have, you know, a commercial imperative where people believe that now is the right time to connect the billion Africans to, you know, to the digital economy.
0: As the digital engine comes closer to Africa, what are some of the new changes we are likely to see on the continent?
1: You know, across the world, people are grappling with Things like cyber, cybersecurity becomes actually as you become more digitally connected, the biggest threat you're going to face will be cyber. But also as you get more digitally connected, you actually want the, you know, the digital engine to come closer to Africa. So you've seeing that with the hyperscalers, lots of data center investment going in and so on. And we think we're quite an important part of, of that becoming a reality in Africa and of realizing that vision that every African you know, has firstly a right to be connected to the Internet but can participate in a meaningful way without it being a material problem for them.
0: That was Group CEO for Seacom, Oliver Fortune. A quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast. Tunisia's economy advanced by 1.6% from a year earlier in the fourth quarter of 2021, following an upwardly revised 0.4% rise in the previous period. There was a third consecutive quarter of economic expansion boosted by the mining sector at seventy eight point six versus a thirty one point four percent in quarter three, and oil and gas extraction at twenty point six percent versus a twenty nine point nine percent. Meanwhile, activity remained sluggish in manufacturing amid weakness in mechanical and electrical industries and textile clothing and the leather industry. The services industry posted moderate gains as rises in transport and warehousing and hotel, cafe and restaurant services offset a decline in financial services. However, agricultural activities contracted. On a quarterly basis, the GDP grew by 1.7% the most since the quarter three of 2020. In 2021, Tunisia's economy grew by 3.1% with the fast expanding mining and gas sectors helping it bounce back from an 8.7% contraction in 2020. with tunisia the central bank of tunisia kept its benchmark interest rate unchanged at 6.25 percent during its exceptional meeting held in march in order to examine the economic and financial repercussions brought about by the russian ukrainian crisis the bank said the rise in global prices for food and energy due to russia's invasion of ukraine would worsen the current deficit in tunisia and increase inflationary pressures in the absence of urgent appropriate decisions by government policymakers also noted that recent developments will have a significant impact on budgetary balances notably through a substantial increase in subsidies expenses Such a situation should result in a widening of the budgetary deficit and generate as a consequence further important financing needs. Angola's annual inflation rate eased for the first time in 11 months to 27.28% in February of 2022 from 27.66% in the previous month. On a monthly basis, consumer prices were up by 1.77%, the least since June of 2020, following a 2.0% rise in the previous month, mainly boosted by prices of alcoholic beverages and tobacco, food and non-alcoholic beverages, health, clothing, footwear and furnishings. Nigeria's annual inflation rate rose to 15.7% in February of 2022, from 15.6% in the prior month. Main upward pressure came from prices of food and transportation amid fuel shortages exacerbated by delivery of unusable substandard gasoline. On top of that, a dollar shortage has prompted the government to put restrictions on foreign exchange supplies of certain items, cutting supplies of goods and exerting pressure on prices. On a monthly basis, consumer prices increased 1.6%, up from 1.5% rise in the previous month. More Nigerian banks have reduced their monthly international spending limit on Naira cards. The banks informed their customers they were reducing the limit from $100 to either $20 to $50 a month. It means customers will not be able to use their Naira debit cards to pay for any transactions more than $20 or $50 in a month. It is an indication of the bank's struggle with scarcity of foreign exchange. Nigeria has suffered an importation-fueled foreign exchange crisis for years but the scarcity worsened in 2021 with the naira crashing over 30 percent in one year as of the end of february nigeria's foreign reserve fell to 39.86 billion dollars compared to 40.04 billion dollars recorded as of january ending thank you for always waking up with us good morning africa is a product of the k financial and if you have any suggestions or you want to check out more stories visit our website that is the Kfinancial.com, and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial.